Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. Katie could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. Come up on the show. We're trying to move superstars. LeBron James is trolling. Lamella Ball is balling, and the Warriors are... Maybe the Warriors again. I'm Zach Harper, the host of POC. Jade Hoyt's producing. In this corner, the Bay Area legend, author of two best-selling books about the Warriors, Marcus Thompson. Marcus, if you were on the lamb, would you attend a virtual birthday party on Zoom? If I was on the lamb, um, yes, I would do so. But here's what I would do. I would use my daughter in the screen so no one would know I was there. So it'd be mm. like, hey, here's hi, hi, right? And meanwhile, I've been lurking in the cuts and joining the party. That's how I would do it. You wouldn't see my face. I think I'm, I think I'm going wig and fake mustache. I think that's what I would do. And in this corner, Bay Area suburban legend, author of the Victory Machine, Ethan Strauss. Ethan, did the Timberwolves make a mistake by picking Anthony Edwards? <laughs> it's early. It's early. I'd I'd also say pick a side, it, you coward. Well, let's go back to the let's go back to the first thing, which is NBA players lead crazy lives to where they would want to be in a Zoom meeting in their spare time. The rest of America would want to do nothing less than that. Nothing Stars, less. They're just like us. <laughs> they're the opposite of us. It turns out. All right. Did the Wolves make a mistake? Answer the question. Yeah. Answer Ooh. the question, man. Well, I mean, maybe the bigger question is, did the Warriors make a mistake? I don't know. Whoa. Talk- a little foreshadowing. A little Whoa. foreshadowing. Foreshadowing of topics. Look, it's it's a question. Not one we have the answer to yet, but it's a question. All right. Jade, start the clock. Take one. Beal or no Beal? Talk about a bad time to be playing good basketball. While all eyes have shifted to the NBA's mess of a COVID situation, and agent provocateur Kyrie Irving running from something Bradley Beal has been playing really good basketball unfortunately he's on the Wizards they suck they traded John Wall who is also balling over in Houston for Russell Westbrook who is not and is now injured can you imagine the luck for some of these teams clearly the Wizards need to part ways with Beal and get this train wreck for once on the tracks Marcus where would you like to see Bradley Beal go I wonder if there's a team in need of a high scoring shooting guard I wonder if there's a place that could use – is there a superstar that could use somebody who can go get 30 and punish teams for running a box-in-one triple team, janky defense? I wonder if there was such a team, I would imagine that Bradley Bill would fit perfect there. You know a team like that, Ethan? I, don't, I can't think of a team I'm, like that. I'm aware. That. I'm aware of a team that definitely has a need. The question with that particular team is, do they have the goods? Do they have the the the, the assets, as it were? I don't know. I don't know if you want to part with a James Wiseman this early in his career or what his value is. I don't know if uh, Pascal has played his way into being enticing. I don't know what the value of the Minnesota Wolves pick is or how you match high. up the salaries. It's high. It, that team sucks. It's high. <laughs> It's high. it's high and it's, it's climbing, yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. is the answer. It, it sucks. That. 
Yeah. Well, no, you know what's funny is the Warriors are very defensive about this question to give a little inside baseball. Uh, this was pre-pandemic, um, but when it was raised a little bit, when our John Hollinger, I think, floated the idea of Beal to the Warriors pre-Clay Thompson getting hurt, there was a lot of internal like, it made me think that they really wanted him because the amount of noise, it was a little doth protest too much. Uh, now the question for me is, has anything changed with Clay getting hurt? Uh, that would make them reconsider that. And, you know, it's definitely something they should reconsider because they do not have enough to contend, uh, certainly this season. Outside of that obvious choice uh, where somebody could use a 30-point scorer, I'm I'm thinking Philly makes a lot of sense. I still think they need some outside shooting. It's it's an ideal fit. They have a piece. They have a piece that they could move uh, that that is uh, enticing. Milwaukee would be a great fit. I just don't know if they have the pieces. So I'm I'm saying, hey, let's let's help out the black coach. Let's give Doc Rivers the inside outside game he's been longing for. Let's go with that. Well, I'm gonna throw two ideas at you. Well, three ideas at you. Okay, we could send Bradley Beal to South Beach. We could do that, or we could send Bradley Beal to Toronto. Pair him with Pascal Siakam because Toronto needs some help. Or what if we send him to Houston? And we put James Harden back with Russ in the in the nation's capital. What if we do that? Why you hate Russell Westbrook? <laughs> I'm just trying to reunite friends, you know? Maybe yeah. Beal and Wall are like, hey, it's not so bad being together. Not so bad. You know? Let's go to Houston. Right? Not so bad. Not so I bad. Do like, Toronto's intriguing, but uh, I don't know Bradley Beal at all. I would guess he's one of those dudes – because, you know, he's from St. Louis, who's like, man, I ain't going to live in no Canada. I don't know. He just gets that. I, I ain't living in Canada Ka- vibes. Kawhi Leonard, when he signed with the Clippers, did say, uh, you know, I've never had a choice in where I get to play. I was drafted and traded to San Antonio, and then I got traded to Canada. He didn't even say Toronto. He said <laughs> he I got traded Canada. to Canada. <laughs> I imagine Bradley Beal's like, I ain't living in no Canada. I'm from St. Louis. Get out of here. <laughs> It's so funny he won them their one championship and really doesn't have any connection or want any connection to them at all. Just is like, thanks for the memories, guys. I'll see you later. All right. Take two. Is LeBron James trolling Steph Curry? Again, the Lakers continue to sleepwalk their way to another NBA championship, so they're going to have a little fun along the way. Tuesday night, LeBron and the Lakers just steamroll a Rockets team that we'll get into in a little bit. And in the third quarter, James took a Curry-like three, turned around before it went in. It went in, and he celebrated with the bench. Team went crazy. The King delivered some viral video to the Twitter fiends. Twitter went crazy. LeBron addressed it after the game. After the game, it was also revealed that he did it because Dennis Schroeder bet him $100 while he was getting ready to shoot. That's some quick dealing right there, but we know LeBron processes information very quickly. So anyway, Ethan hey, and Marcus, nah, nah, you nah. Were Before on... we get to that, we, hold on. $100? $100? Are you serious, yeah, that's Dennis? A that's, that's a lie. That's a bet for me. $100? year. Turn around and say, Marcus, that's a contract year. You got to be kidding yeah. me. A hundred dollars. They're making hundred dollar bets on an NBA bitch. How lame is Look, that? Man. Look, taxes are a real thing. You can't start throwing around big money. I bet you $74 dollars you don't make that shot. Yeah, that he, is the most pandemic some, bet I ever heard in my no life. No way. A hundred dollars. He filleted some zeros off of that like Gordon Ramsay with a salmon. I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. That was wow. a $10,000 bet at least. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway, you guys be. were there. 
You can't have a dye patch in your hair betting a hundred dollars. Like it, it doesn't work like that, Dennis. Wow. Well, you guys were there when the Warriors were having no fun and lost the title in 2019. I wonder, are the Lakers having too much fun? Are they too Ooh. Dwight Howard in this now that he's gone? And is it something to be concerned about? Like in Rocky Three, when Rocky lost to Mr. T, Mickey warned him. Now, come on, let's get out of here. Let's go back to the old gym, will you? Let's get some blood and sweat and tears around here. Can we do that? Hey, will you just relax and enjoy it all, okay? You're getting soft. So, Ethan... Mm. What do you think of this whole Lakers having too much fun thing? I think this might reflect why LeBron is an effective leader and how he doesn't bring people down. And he's got his flaws. He's not a perfect leader. But I think you need the fun. It's like an air bubble of fun. Nobody else is having fun. Everybody else is miserable. Whatever fun you can generate is gravy. It's found money. I think it's generally a good thing so i i I go the other way not too much fun they need the fun everybody else is sad i think zach lowe said on a podcast that he hasn't talked to anybody anybody right now who says they're having fun this season which i mean that's that's a bad reveal by lowe that he's not talking to lebron james every day you know you don't want to let people know that you know (laughs) to keep that you want to ixnay that but yeah it's um i think it's uh it's it's well done well done by lebron so well, Marcus, Lakers. Marcus, I heard that you're putting up hundred dollars for people to do that with a with a shot. Uh, is that is that across the board? We're making that bet. Nah, it's it's depending on the shooter. I might go down to fifty. Yeah, you know, uh, if if <laughs> if you can't shoot, I'll go up to a hundred. That's as, that's as high okay. as I go. You know what I'm saying? Some I, I want to say some, some say I can't shoot, Marcus. If you want to want to make that bet, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, no, I'm open. Quarter three, I bet you twenty five. I bet you twenty five. Um, you you can hit a I quarter say three. This, Come on, Zach. You can hit a half quarter three. I don't if think. I don't think it's trolling stuff. By the way, I, I think, think it's, it's good for I him. I think it's a sign of their friendship. I think it's it's well, a sign of how hey, they grow up together. He did say he said, well, friendship might be strong there, but he did <laughs> say on. after the game he said Steph hits that ten times out of nine. Right, like mm. you know, he, he mentioned like that's a Steph Curry I, thing. I, I think the I think Steph like, Lebron rivalry is like nowhere. It's, I don't think it exists anymore. No. I think they're buddies now. Ever well, since yeah, because the Warriors they, aren't a threat anymore. Ever since they drafted, yeah. it, it was since the draft. <laughs> ever since they drafted, uh, when they when they started the player drafts, and then they got on the phone and they had to pick, go through the roster. They've been best friends since then. Pay attention, guys. This is not new. Mm. This is current. Mm. I think it Best spreads friend. the gospel of the Steph celebration, kind of like when other players did the discount double check that Aaron Rodgers was doing. Uh, I think it's ultimately it's ultimately Curry positive. I don't think it's a troll. Curry positive is is one of my favorite dishes to order. It's just so it, I'm, I'm in. I'm into it. You just shout you out Burma Spicy that's Star, more, by the way. That's way curry more of a band just, name. They just give that, you that's praise a the whole time. It's it's incredible. Like you're doing great. You're handling the heat. <laughs> I think I think that's the way to go. Um, I so I think I think negative, it's a sign of respect, but I don't know that I would say friendship. <laughs> but Man, it's good. You, but moving towards it, respect is nah, is big, Marcus. Nah, right? You're missing. You're missing it. Wait, wait. Something just fell, my phone just fell out of my pocket. That was pretty loud. Sound like a VCR. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when. When Steph was with it, going through with you know with the president, with you know the soon to be out president, who had his back on social media? 
Who stepped the up? The enemy of my enemy is his friend. Is my, is my three point shooter? Yeah. Buddy. Okay. That They're is, buddies that is at true. the top of the that game. I'm telling you. All right. But it it definitely means that Steph's not a threat to his legacy anymore. Otherwise, they wouldn't be. I mean, that is the subplot to the whole thing. Yeah, he clearly doesn't view him as a as a threat to the legacy yeah. at this point. What about Kate? Even an enabled friendship. Maybe the real legacy is the friends you made along the way. Right, exactly. Uh, maybe they're like brothers now. Speaking of brothers, take three. Lamella Ball's got a couple of brothers, and he is balling on Monday. Lamella Ball and the Charlotte Hornets, who were uh, six and five, kept to their winning ways after dropping the Knicks to uh, to move above five hundred for the first time this season. Jade. Cue the horns. I need the applause. We're celebrating. Morning basketball's winning again. Check out this stat line. The win over the Knicks. Ball had eight points, career height, 14 rebounds, seven assists, and three steals in 29 minutes. The 14 boards were the most by a rookie this season, edging his previous mark of 12 on Saturday versus the Hawks. We've seen the acrobatic highlights. The passing is, whoa, boy, in the words of J.E. Skeets. So, Marcus, is LaMelo better than people thought? No, who who thought he wasn't what? good? There's like four people who thought he was bad because they were watching too much NBL basketball. Everybody else knew that this dude was super talented. He was a baller. He had feel that you don't just create. He was Shots six foot fired. eight. Like he dropped out. Like everybody else knew this. Oh, he can't shoot. Since when are we asking 19 year olds to be Steph Curry anyway? Like you develop shooting as you go. Only people who didn't know this were the people who were looking for a reason to not like a ball. more like marksman thompson with the way he fired that shot you kidding me uh what was his i mean he was like shooting true shooting 45 percent in australia it didn't make me so optimistic that he would take the nba by storm like this but he does have that star quality and maybe that's something that i underrated about him is that he had the confidence to take the shots because there are guys who would struggle in the way that he struggled, but they wouldn't just keep chucking. And I think for a lot of people, that was a strike against him, but maybe that was actually a point in his favor because he shows up as though he should be there, as though he's the guy to watch. And right now, it's just been incredible what he's been able to do. So yeah, it's it's a situation where I think I was judging him as I want a point guard I know can score efficiently because it's really hard to see an offense performing well without one. A, he might be able to score more efficiently than I thought he would. B, he just might be such a great passer that it doesn't matter. And so uh, I think what we can say is in the early days, my uh, tenure as a scout is in a precarious position currently. No, I I, I actually, I think you're fine as a scout. Like, you know, you hit your, <laughs> your miss. That's how it goes. But I do think... It's not looking good. It's the a, early results are not looking good. Marcus, they gotta be real. It's a fundamental right. flaw in how people... Like, you can't look at a 19-year-old player and make a judgment based on what he can't do. The question is what he can do. And if you have any type of basketball developmental ability, you like, yo, we'll fix the rest. But like, yo, you can't... You, you can't teach people to to have a feel the way he did. Like, you can't do that. I know Zach's been arguing. Yeah. <laughs> Zach's been arguing about this for a while. Like, this the blow shade. He's like, are you watching the guy play? 
People no, he's don't play like that. Genius like, yeah, shit out there. Like every night, he makes right, a genius yes, play like, every night. Yeah, it's like should you, the Warriors? Should, now, now we got to ask the question: Should the Warriors have gotten ball? Well, who did I, I mean, well, out of that trap. Think well, about when Steph catch, gets he trapped. A, he can catch the basketball. We know that. Ooh, talk about a shot fired right there. Uh, but you just you just picture him out of the trap with Steph, where he gets the ball at the top of the circle. Um, yeah, I look, I, I think that they made the pick that made the most sense at that particular time. But if ball blows up, you know, that's uh Well, we know they had be- they had LaMelo as one of the from what I was told, one of the most they saw him as the most talented player in the draft. But the fit is makes more sense with Wiseman. But it wasn't like they weren't on him. You know, it wasn't like they, yeah, they right. didn't pass the buck, but you know, you, this could this could in the long run look like, dang, you just missed on your Steph Curry replacement. I mean, I, but are people also overreacting right now to Wiseman? And, and you know, we talk about judging a 19-year-old. And, I mean, I, I don't know. Here's the thing. It's so hard to know. It's so hard to know. Wiseman does some things that nobody else his age with his frame can do. And then he messes up a bunch of easy stuff that everybody seems to be able to do. And... In totality, I'm not sure what that assessment is. I'm not sure. You 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 said on Twitter, Marcus. You tweeted it out that. Uh, do, you, what did you can say? You that, learn how to yeah. catch the ball, or, or do yeah. you just know how? Asking for a certain 19 year old, right. which I think was nice. You kind of you. I felt like you didn't want him to be name searching and and find that. That was that was delicate. That now was got to search 19 year old every every day on Twitter to see if Marcus is talking <laughs> that's shit. That's a little about weird. Him. That's yeah. like a, that's a little weird. You know, like it's it's, I mean, a little, the, it's, the it's whole, even weirder. The whole asking for a friend <laughs> thing is like. <laughs> Not to reveal. It's it's to be subliminal about it. I thought it was actually pretty clever. Yeah. Everybody knew who I was talking about. So yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I'm talking about you, James Weissman, just in case you're listening. I'm talking about you. Catch the ball. I, yeah. I, I do think he's Did the you best see Draymond's mom the, response the though? Did you see Draymond's no. mom response? She was like, all he gotta do is ha- throw tennis balls at a face. Eventually, he'll get tired of the ball hitting him in the face and he'll catch the ball. <laughs> Well, what, what's the what's the story about uh, Jerry Rice? His dad used to throw him bricks, and so he caught bricks as a kid. And all of a sudden, he's got the softest hands. Like maybe if maybe you can do- I'm, I'm listening to Mary. Dodge a wrench. Maybe Draymond just needs to shoot more. Rice, right? If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Uh, I I I don't know is the thing. The hands thing is strange with him because he's so coordinated in other ways, and he's got a handle, and he's got nice touch on the shot. It's just, it seems like maybe it's an aversion to contact and you do not know, you do not know if it's the kind of thing that one improves upon or if it's the kind of thing that just dogs you uh, throughout your career. So that's the big swing skill for him. I also think people are maybe overreacting a little bit because he's, he's put together some incredible highlights. He's flashed some talent that I think is unusual and you can do a lot with. In some ways, I think the pressure might be on the Warriors. How Wiseman turns out might be more of a referendum on them Absolutely. than it is on him. No question about yeah. it. No question about yeah, it. There are skills there. They trick this off. There. That's on them. If he if he turns out to be trash, that's on them. Because he's going to go to somebody else, and they're and he's going to be good. And you're watching Steve Kerr yeah. say, "Oh man, they really turned Chris Boucher into a player, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, they really turned James Wiseman into a player. It's like they, they, if they can't take this dude to make him good, that's on them." Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. 
David Yurman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yurman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son Evan continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Yeah, you just got to avoid him being the next Marvin Bagley. All right, take four. Ooh. The Golden State Warriors are cooking. Sort of. There's a little sizzle. Like LaMelo Ball, the Golden State Warriors may be a little better than we thought. Just a (laughs) few weeks ago, Ethan, you were recommending that they tank after losing Clay Thompson for the season. I don't know. That's what Jade put in here. But now they're (laughs) 6-5 and and have shown some signs of life. I just read what they put on the prompter. We can't have the (laughs) two of you on and not talk about what's happening in the Bay. So, Ethan, defend yourself. Can this team make the playoffs now that you've had some time to see this win some, lose some machine? Jeez, Ethan, I don't know. You changed your whole stance on the Warriors. Is is it sizzle or is it like a ceviche where where the acidity acidity cooks the meal for you a little bit? Let me say something real quick. All right, and this was bothering me last night as I see it on Twitter. Is all these really? people said, "Oh, the Pacers are for real" because they beat the Warriors, which the Pacers are very good. But everyone forgets they lost to the fucking Kings the night before. Like this is <laughs> come on. Also, it's just because the Warriors are a brand and a public team. You know, right. it's not the Warriors, right? What are we it's doing? not the Warriors. Right, I'm they, sorry. They, they they smashed up the box and won yeah. uh, the box and won Warriors, and that's why the Warriors <laughs> are not back. The Warriors are back in the sense that I like tuning in to watch them. I like seeing what is Steph going to do. I don't think that they're playing great. Um, they found some rhythm. They found some things that I like, but they're a little bit undermined, I think, by their political commitments to ke- playing Kelly Oubre. I guess I'm calling that politics of having the 90 million or whatever invested in that. And it seems like they can't just move their rotation around in a way that makes sense. But there are some elements I like watching Draymond and Steph together. Uh, that telepathy. Pretty cool. Damian Lee is on that level, too. That's the thing. I want Lee in that starting lineup. I want them in that starting lineup. I want them all playing together. That's when the basketball looks most beautiful for the Warriors. They are currently right where they should be. They're a middling team. They could make the playoffs. They could miss the playoffs, but they're not going to do much more than that, uh, barring something completely unforeseen and crazy. You mean like a three-team trade to get them James Harden? With that, with that, no. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, I, I I agree. I, I feel like they're right where any reasonable expectation was. Right? They they could go on a four game win streak. They could go on a four game losing streak. It's gonna be a high variance team, and in the end, we'll, we'll see how they close the season. Like that's what it's gonna be. Uh, they had a chance to go five and two, and they just they weren't good enough to finish it out. I mean, it's really that simple. But they were good enough to be in that position, so. I do feel like this is who they are. They're they could be six, they could be eleven, and some of it depends on Steph Curry. Some of it depends on Draymond and health, but that's the window. It, it ain't three, right? It ain't two. It ain't like Western Conference contender, but you know they'll be they'll be tough. And they, they could win a round like that. That's who they are. A second they, round, a second round appearance would be a huge, absolutely. huge win, oh, right? Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Like this is as Steve Kerr says, this is the real NBA. 
<laughs> this is the struggle. Uh, now, let me ask you guys a question. Uh, I was on I was on No Dunks uh, yesterday, and the aforementioned Jay Skeets, uh, and that and that whole crew. I would like to know: Is anybody willing to join myself and Skeets? on Wiggins Island because we've been there for years. We've been there for years. Our properties are beautiful. There's a subway franchise. Like you can get a nice meatball sub, whatever you want. But on Wiggins Island, there's still plenty of room. Does anyone want to have a summer home that becomes a permanent residence? Oh, we're in, we're in. We, 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 look, we were warned by the wolves fans. (laughs) You think, you think you're going to enjoy Wiggins. Just you wait, just you watch, just you watch how awful it's going to be. And here's the thing, Wiggins, uh, pretty much the same offensively that he was in Minnesota, Um, you know, maybe even a little less efficient. I think some of that has to do with the lack of spacing for the Warriors, but he's playing defense. And when you're playing defense, you're enjoyable to watch, at least to me. I enjoy watching him. I think he had, what, five blocks last game? Um, And I'm also seeing from a lot of Wolves fans on Twitter that, Oh, he does this. You know, he starts at the beginning. Da, da, da. There's no track record for this. He's never been blocking shots at this rate or playing defense like this. This is pretty new, and it seems like he has indeed turned a corner. So I'm willing to say that he is a player who can contribute. Is he an all star? No, not as far as I can see. Not an all star. But if the Warriors actually get some decent spacing in the future, probably won't happen this season, he can at least score at an average rate in a supplementary role and guard that seems like it's something he can do so if that means i'm on the island then i'm on the island so is wiggins island basically the declaration that wiggins is a functional nba player is that what wiggins <laughs> like it's a great he, question he, i don't quite know what the criteria is i just know like so many people are anti andrew wiggins like obviously he's overpaid right he's overpaid but um, he, it, this sounds weird, but this is actually a compliment. He's defending like he did as a rookie when he, like yeah. when he was actually yeah, giving yeah, effort, yeah. like he was and having games where too. he, yeah. yeah. And, and he's, he's actually where I would push back on what Ethan said offensively. He's so much better in the pick and roll than he had been in the past. Like that is a, a an actual improvement that they've been, they had been building. Um, but like, yeah, like I, yeah. Functional NBA player that you would want on your team. Maybe not you what, money, I but thought- that you would want. I'll tell you what, I thought Ubre would give them more value this season than Wiggins. And I feel like Ubre Island must be fucking Atlantis right now. It must be. <laughs> Atlantis is highly populated, sir. I'll have you know. What did, what did, what did, Russ, what did Russ say I'll about you know, Russ said Atlantis about, uh, is cracking right now. What do you mean, buddy? <laughs> Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for summer and warmer days. I know I'm looking outside right now. Sun's out, birds are chirping. It's time to start getting outside. Uh, I know that I like to get outside and play basketball with my kids. And honestly, I need to get into a fitness routine in order to keep up with these guys. And Peloton is there for me. Peloton's varying class links were designed with your training plan in mind. Personalize your workout, whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class, or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. Peloton's classes were made to challenge you. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you're already excelling in. Peloton's program and instruction push you to be your best. 
Their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run indoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Uh, Russ said it's about, the only um, place under the sea that it did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ubre Island under the sea is the only place that the tumbleweed is blowing through in the water is what's going on. It is vacant. It is a ghost town. With uh, with what Russ said about Patrick Beverly, he's been tricking y'all or something like that, right? In terms of playing defense, I feel like uh, I follow League Fitz Twitter have been tricking y'all about Kelly Ubre. This is... This is kind of Kelly Oubre. Like he can play some defense. Nah, this is not times, Kelly. Nah, come on, bro. This is not Kelly. This is Oubre. not Kelly. Oubre. It's not. Nah, it's not. I'll, no. Oh, I'll have to go back and He's check a when he was a good shooter. functional on, contributor. Man. Nah, hey, man. The, if the shot form fits, I'll, I'll nah. take it. By um, the way, uh, but, Atlantis has Jason Momoa, so uh, it's cracking on Atlantis. You need to pick another. Oh, that movie sucks. That movie sucks. Uh, Speaking right. of sucks, the Houston Rockets take five. <laughs> what is it? No, no, before you like Ubre shooting 17% from three is what he's yeah, always been. Like, yeah, what is this? He's always been. Hey, Come, on, you know Come on, Zach. Come on, Zach. You know what? Prove he has Come it. On, but we don't have time for that, Prove. <laughs> we got to move on to another guy that's tanking. Take five. We're just not good enough. James Harden put yet another nail in the coffin of his tenure with the Houston Rockets following another abysmal loss in which over his last four games, he's averaging 16 points on 40% shooting. Uh, in which LeBron was performing trick shots, as we covered earlier. Harden said, we're not even close, honestly, to that team, the defending champions, and all the elite teams out there. I mean, you can tell the difference in the last two games. I feel like we're being a little tortured at this point. Obviously, we talked a lot about this already. Is there anything left to say about James? He's no longer, he didn't go to, they told him he, he didn't need to go to practice on Wednesday. Uh, we have, you know, momentum with a possible Sixers trade, a possible Nets trade. Like they, it does seem like the Rockets who said we're comfortable being uncomfortable finally have so much discomfort mm. that they're willing to send the hefty bearded man out of town. Marcus. <laughs> What else is there to say about James Harden and the Houston Rockets? Or should we just talk about your favorite TV shows right now? Because I'm all caught up on Cobra Kai. Those kids are psychopaths. Morning show's the, great. The, the only thing that I have to say about this is I want to offer a word of encouragement to Steven Silas. Hey, coach, keep your head up. You will get through this, coach. You paid your dues for 20 years. Supporting white men only to know <laughs> Zach, Zach's face. <laughs> I'll just mess with you, Zach. You paid your dues, coach, for 20 I'll be years. Jason Terry in that, in that on I know, TV, right? just chugging one. <laughs> you, you earned this moment, and I know they're dogging you. I know you did. This is not what you signed up for. I mm. know this is a mess, right? But hey, you get through it, it, it gets better. And you're a good coach. Hang in there. Keep your head up, Steven Silas. This is not this is not you. Don't let this define you. You got a you got a great patient owner, reasonable. <laughs> it gets better. He it's only gonna in, get better he from here. To a broke owner, <laughs> to a superstar who wants to leave. I mean, yo, geez, why are they doing my man like Malufian this? vibes right now coming out of Houston. <laughs> Maloofian. Why are they doing my guy like this, man? Come on. Steven Silas does not deserve this. Uh, uh. E- Ethan Shamstrani of The Athletic said that the 
the Rockets have, are sifting through offers on a potential James Harden deal from from the Nets and the 76ers. Um, you like is this now the point where he comes out and publicly says, yeah, yeah, I don't think this can be fixed. And they're just like, OK, shit, we got to do something. I like the idea of them sifting through offers, like they're panning for gold. Um, it's a good. It's a it good. Feels image. A little bit I'll like, picture the rolls of dicks. Like right? it's, it's really, it's more like kitty litter. They're they're sifting yeah. through the kitty litter. Is what's it happening. It feels a little bit like Chris Tucker uh, trying to trying to pay um, Donald Faye or not. Uh, who's who's my dude? Uh, Faye on love in uh, yeah, big perm in. Uh, in uh, Friday, where he's just like going over the money and he flips <laughs> he it over, flips like yeah, he's sifting through these offers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It is incredible what Harden represents right now in the league and how he still has the talent despite everything that's happened where people are going to take that gamble. I mean, he still does have value. He is a basketball genius. To hear Quinn Snyder talk about Harden, I mean, Quinn Snyder talks about Harden in a way that's unlike any player he ever talks about. Where in, was it multiple playoff series? I can't even remember where they've gone against each other. Um, it's this guy is on a level in the way he thinks the game that is beyond anybody else. And every strategy we try, he picks apart. And Harden still has that despite all of this. But in the aggregate, in the aggregate, it doesn't seem like this is great for the league. I mean, it does seem like nobody's really in charge of anything and it's just chaos and it's taken a blowtorch to how people feel about basketball in uh in houston at least for a while so it's going to work for harden it could potentially work for whatever team trades for him it seems like it might not work so great for the league but considering that they have so many holes in the bottom of the boat right now that they're trying to plug i don't know if it's at the top of the stack for them is somehow him playing for the Rockets and being the ninth, tenth seed in the West, good for the league? I mean, it's the devil's in the details because him pulling a Vince Carter times 10 while doing that is probably not great for the league either. What's ideal for the league, I think, would be Harden more or less sucking it up and being a company man and pretending to like the situation until the situation turns around. But that's just not where the NBA is at right now. And it's not what he's going to do. And he has the leverage to do what he's going to, he has the leverage to do what he's going to do. I heard that this is bad for the league when Anthony Davis did it. And he ends up a champion with the Lakers. Like, the stuff seems and, to always and, work and, out. And, and what and what and what happened to the ratings? I, I, heard, I, <laughs> the I don't know. I thought that was because of the Black Lives Matter protest. Is it, is it Anthony Davis or I is mean, it the protest? Which one is it? We got to pick a reason. I mean, Multifactorial. Nobody can is what they say. say you telling me. You telling me the Lakers having LeBron and Anthony Davis is bad for the league because of how he got there. I ain't buying that. No. No. Well, what's weird all. is I I wouldn't have thought so. You know, I thought I think I even wrote about the expectation would have been when Anthony Davis joined the Lakers that man, you make the Lakers a champion with LeBron, the biggest brand in the league, and the Laker market is ridiculous. They have twenty five million people watching those games locally. It extends all the way to Hawaii. It extends all to all the way to Nevada. It would have theoretically just completely uh, made interest in the league ramp up, but it didn't happen. And but, it's but, a little paradoxical. Was there anything going on in the country? Yeah, yeah, was there anything going on in the world that may have changed so, how things are normally well, this done? Is, well, th- but this was true preceding that. So, that, but Anthony Davis forcing his way to LA doesn't work. Yeah. L- 
Kevin Durant doing a regular free agent move to Brooklyn doesn't do anything. Is the only answer to just stay with your team forever? Is that the only thing that saves the league? Player movement happens. Think, like this is part of but the I league. But I think I think it's like it's like poison's determined by the dose, right? I don't think anything in isolation is the issue. It's just you have like a little bit of salt on your steak makes the steak taste good, right? Like you have enough player movement. That's good. That's generally good for the league. Guys shouldn't be locked in terrible situations. You shouldn't have a bunch of KG situations in perpetuity. But I think when there's this sense that the contract doesn't mean anything and guys force their way out in the most ugly way, uh, I think at that point, you're actually dealing with some brand damage. Now, can the NBA do anything about that realistically? Does it want to? These are other questions. I think James Harden's doing the right thing for James Harden. And ultimately, he's going to get what he wants. And you know the world will keep turning. But it does seem like this general thing of the force out, of the contract not mattering, right? Of guys not playing to the end of the contract. That's probably something that is not ideal for the NBA. And it wasn't ideal we stop. when they were getting six-year contracts and it was too long and teams were stuck with maximum deals for Anton Jameson and Jim McIlvain. And then that was too long. Like, and that, the only Jim way McElvain ever to work. What we're not going to do <laughs> is throw Jim McIlvain under the bus. That man was a sonic big man. He was blocking shots. He was he gun was paid Not sonic. well, but he was in there catching elbows from all those guys. So we're not going. <laughs> Going to he, Jim McElvain matters, Sonic. Marcus. He, he was How paid dare you talk about Gary Jim McElvain like he's Eric Dampier? Dare you? Dare you to throw Frank Burkowski into this conversation? I dare you, Marcus. <laughs> Can I throw Chris Dudley in it? No, you didn't make anybody. <laughs> no, he'll nah, just get mad Chris and throw the ball at you. San Diego legend, Chris Dudley. Sure, that's what we all think of San Diego legend, Chris Dudley. All right, that's going to go was he for San point Diego? of contention. Probably not. I mean, Jared, Dud- gonna- Jared Dudley is. <laughs> I love the idea of you being Chris Dudley and all Jared Dudley, Dudley from San Diego, confused. Right? That's going to do it for Point of Contention this week. Make sure you check out the rest of the shows on the Athletic NBA show. Make sure you check out No Dunks, all the team-specific shows. Check out the restricted area coming out today on Thursday. We got a good one. LaMelo Ball. We're doing Pretender or Contender. We're doing trade updates with Bradley Beal and James Harden. All that good stuff on the Athletic's YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Athletic. Get all the great coverage from Marcus, from Ethan, from myself, and from guys like Shams and Sam Amick and David Aldridge and all those good folks at The Athletic. Thank you for subscribing. Keep it locked on The Athletic Podcast Network. Ah, Chris Dudley did play in San Diego.